Welcome to the Internet Advisor. Foster Brown, Ed Verdell, and Shane Hamlin in studio here. Well, you know, a number of uh, months ago, I was uh, looking online at some of the stories that had come up, and I saw one about a company that just absolutely fascinated me. It was called Farm Logs. And um, it was about a, a group of young folks. As a matter of fact, if you look at the employees there, it looks like uh, I don't think anybody is much over 30 years old in, in terms of the team. Um, but they have come up with some fascinating ways of using uh, Internet technology and tying it with something that is very much down to earth, which is farming. And with us online right now is Jesse Volmar. Jesse is one of the founders of Farm Logs. And Jesse, welcome to the Internet Advisor. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, you are one of the co-founders, am I right? That's right. I started the company about four years ago. Um, I'm the CEO. My co-founders are CTO. I grew up on a farm. So, there you, go. you know, I spent my summers as a kid working in our fields. And my brother's a farmer. My dad's a farmer. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I discovered a love for technology at a really early age and, and um, found a way to combine both my passions with farming and technology. And that's, you know, really how Farm Logs got its start. That's wonderful. Uh, what was your uh, initial, the germ of the idea that you had? What could you do with the cloud for farmers? I, again, you've had your toes in the dirt, so you know what's needed out there in the fields. So what was the key thing that you wanted to offer? Well, look, it started with a really modest idea of just making it easier to keep our records organized. And, you know, we've gone far beyond that today. But, you know, at first I just I was watching, you know, my brother and my dad, and my uncle um, use traditional desktop based software to try to keep track of what was going on on our farm. And, and you know, it just struck me as really cumbersome and difficult. And, you know, I thought about it and I said, you know, we could make this a lot easier. And with everything that was happening on the internet and the way we look at deploying mm-hmm. software through much simpler interfaces through your mobile phone, through the internet now today, um, I saw an opportunity to just really expand upon um, what was there and kind of fill some of the gaps. Now, I uh, grew up in, in southern Wisconsin around some of the Welsh farmers there, and my experience with farmers were that they were, generally speaking, now these are smaller farms, uh, many of them dairy farms, were not really inclined to take uh, new turns in doing things the way they had done them. Have you experienced some resistance to introducing people to the Internet and the value it could have for farms? You know, um, a lot of people would, would think that we would, but it, it turns out that not really. Uh, it turns out that farmers are looking for new ways to invest in their businesses as well. And when we can make it so dead simple that um, it's just pushing a button on your phone and there's a list of your fields and all kinds of information that you need to run your farm, and, and such as like rainfall out of the field without having to drive there to, to know if you can work or not, and um, even health maps of your crops, uh, mm. soil maps to know everything about your fields. It's it's just so easy that we've found that even people that you know maybe don't use technology in other ways, this mm-hmm. is a good entry point for them, to be honest. You know, mm. and I can imagine this. I mean, um, you know, farmers traditionally would do things a certain way, right. and then as technology evolved and the PCs evolved, they would use an Excel spreadsheet. They would use favorite websites to get, uh, you know, pricing and and uh, futures. They would, you know, use uh, a you know a GPS program for this, right. and and they've come up with you know a, a collage of utilities, and some of them still use DOS programs or DBase programs, and. You know, you know, and I was just going to say, and what you've done is put it all in one place, in one application. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating because I remember growing up as just a little kid on the farm. You know, you'd drive around and look at 
all the different you know tool sheds through every on every farm, and they all had these satellite terminals on them. And it, that was before we had access to the internet and be able to get weather and commodity pricing data just online for free. You know, farmers used to actually buy these terminals from a company called Data Transmission Network. They would beam in through satellites custom data feeds that would give them access to radar and weather and wow. and commodity pricing. You know, that was back in the early 90s we had that kind of technology. And then, you know, around that same time, we started developing auto guidance systems for our tractors where GPSs are steering the machine and making it a lot easier to no kidding you know get the rows straight and, and that's technology that was being developed back in back in the early 90s and so you know i growing up on the farm the very first computer i ever saw was out at our farm and no kidding. You know, it just struck me as so strange that when i saw this interesting technology that was probably one of the reasons why i was so just fascinated with it because i was getting exposed to it on the farm um you know for some reason all that early development seemed to have stalled out. And, you know, that was very frustrating to me. I wanted to see more progress. And that's what led me to, you know, starting a company. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like farmers had shown that they're willing to adopt new technology if it's easy to apply to their business. Yeah. Some way that it's going to make a real difference. And, Mm -hmm. um, and that was what was missing. We're talking with Jesse Volmar, by the way, who was one of the co-founders of Farm Logs. I, I, why Why did it stall out? It's fascinating. Pardon me. I have to say, I had no idea that farmers were really ahead of the curve in many ways with the technology yeah. that they were using. You why know, did it stall it was, out? I think it was two things. I think that, you know, you look at our society and we've become so far removed from agriculture today. Mm. You know, back in the early 1900s, nearly everyone was connected to agriculture in some very direct way. Yeah. And today, you know, it's just very few of us and we live in cities and things have become more efficient. And so... There's a lot fewer of us that are actually farmers, and what that means is that people have become kind of disconnected from reality. You know, when I talk to people, they're shocked to find out that farming in America is still done by families. They think of these giant mega corporations. That's true. And, you know, I I spend a lot of time in Silicon Valley, and and I have, you know, peers there and in the technology world, and, you know, I talk to them, they just assumed that farmers already had all the technology they needed, or... They assumed the big companies like John Deere and Monsanto and ADM mm-hmm. were actually growing, and they were building the technology the farmers needed. And when you look at those businesses, they are not technology businesses at their core. So John Deere it may be great at making new tractors and machines, mm-hmm. but I can tell you they're not very good at making software. And um, same thing with any of those other large agribusiness companies. And so mm-hmm. I really believe that the reason um, things stalled out was because some of those companies built the, the kind of technological innovations that they knew how to do with the machine and with hardware. And then when the Internet came along, they were kind of dumbfounded as to how to take it forward. And that yeah. left this big gap, this big opportunity for someone to come in and, and think about how can the Internet actually benefit us farmers. Yeah. And that's exactly what, what we've done. Shane? You know, Jesse, I'm looking at your website, uh, farmlogs.com, and I'm wondering, you know, I see all these maps, you know, moisture maps and nitrogen levels. Where is this data coming from? Can you explain how that works? We use a number of different data feeds for weather information, tracking out of the field, and mm-hmm. then we actually are large purchasers of satellite imagery. So we're using not just the visible satellite imagery, not just the bands that we can see humans with color color spectrum. Mm-hmm. We're actually looking at infrared spectrum as well. Mm-hmm. And so what we're able to do is look back at five years of a very high-resolution imagery on a field and study how the crops on that field have been performing. So we're able to learn a lot about a field before we even step foot on it. 
And then we're fortunate to have here in the U.S. really good soil survey data. So this is public information that the USDA has collected. And so we're able to combine information about the soil types in the fields with measurements of how crops have actually performed in the field. And then we can apply techniques using data science and um, and core agronomic sciences into our technology, our software, to analyze things like how much nitrogen is needed to reach your full yield given the weather that's changing it all season long so that farmers can can deal with the unpredictable nature of weather better and be able to optimize the timing and the efficiency of nutrient applications in the field and really, at the bottom line, increase yields while decreasing the cost. Yeah, you mentioned unpredictable. That's kind of, that's been the watchword for farming, really, in many ways, is you didn't know what was going to be happening. You could take some guesses and things like that, but you really didn't have, and you guys allow farmers then to have that, if you will, leg up on Mother Nature in some ways. That's right. I mean, you can't predict the weather long range, and farmers know that, and and we just have had to deal with that as entrepreneurs, really, Mm -hmm. um, you know, forever. And now, what we have is new tools that can actually help us manage the weather as it hits our crops and as it's making an impact in our fields. So instead of just you know putting all your nitrogen out up front in the beginning of the season or uh. the fall and waiting for it to be lost and not knowing what the weather is going to do to that, you can actually start to watch what's happening in the field and then start applying based on what it really needs. Uh. And that you know, reduces the the waste of mm-hmm. additional fertilizer that might not be necessary, which is no good for anyone because you're right. just spending extra money. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, but it I, allows us to make sure we get the full yield in, out of our field. Jesse, in just a moment, what we're going to do is introduce one of your clients, Chad Coleman, to be on with us. He is a farmer. We're going to talk to him about uh, what Farm Logs has done for him. But this is fascinating, finding how technology is so involved in farming and, and the benefit that it brings to the farmers. Jesse Volmar is with us. He's one of the co-founders of Farm Logs. And we'll be back in just a minute as we talk with one of his customers. And I think we may have a visit from one of our old friends, Ben Carpenter, who is also a farmer out there. All that coming up as we continue with the Internet Advisor. Thank you for joining us here on the Internet Advisor, and my thanks in particular to Eric Dorsch and to Logan Stanifer, who are the hooks behind the glass making the program work here. And thank you indeed as well to Jesse Fulmar, one of the co-founders of farmlogs.com. We've been talking about technology and its impact on farming. And Jesse, and us partner, uh, four years ago, founded this company called farmlogs.com. And Jesse's a, I understand, fifth-generation farmer, Jesse? Read that right? That's right. My family's been farming for quite a while now. Wow, that's neat. And you know, I'm glad you dispelled that one myth there that farming is, that family farming is gone, because that is kind of a common, if you will, um, bon mot out there, you know, that that's, that's the way things are in farming now. And it, I'm glad to hear that it's not true. And it would, sound, yeah, absolutely. it would sound like that you and your company are a great way of empowering that kind of family farming. And speaking of that kind of family farming, we have one of your folks on, uh, one of your clients with us is Chad Coleman. Chad, thank you very much for joining us here on the Internet Advisor. Yeah, thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Chad, where do you farm? I am in central Nebraska. It's uh, Gothenburg, Nebraska is where I live. It'd be 30 miles east of North Platte, Nebraska. Okay. I, how did you hear about farm logs to start with? Well, I... I guess uh, I started on a little venture maybe of uh, December of 2014. Corn corn uh, was down into $3.80. And, you know, it's it was easy to make money with $7 corn. And I knew that I had to get something under my belt to get uh, to get input costs, yeah. uh, basically, uh, to be on top of things. Right, right. Uh, put it that way. And so I just, I just 
Googled uh, farm data, um, um, just uh, you know, on, mm-hmm. on Google, mm-hmm. uh, looking for farm data equipment, uh, sheet spreadsheets, and and seeing farm logs. And far, farm logs wasn't the first um, uh, company I ran across. I I looked at a few, I downloaded them, I tested them out, and I I just kind of kept I uh, just kind of kept flipping my app open and kept going back to farm logs, and I just found that it was just super easy to get right. set up and to to use. And so, so I just kind of stuck with it. Mm-hmm. How was it uh, generally? How has it benefited your type of farming out there? Well, we we grow a lot of uh, specialty crops, uh, food grade crops, uh, organic crops, and mm. record keeping on those on those com- on those crops uh, is uh, very crucial. Mm. And and even even in organics, doesn't matter if you farm a uh, hundred acres organics or a thousand acres or a thousand acres organics, your record keeping is, is a uh, very key. And yeah, farm, right. farm logs for me is the ability. I, uh, if we're, if we're doing a, an act of cleaning a planter or we're, you know, we're doing something, uh, that has anything to do with my record keeping. I, I have the ability to take a picture and make notes and, and then basically that, that, uh, all that information is pushed out to the cloud, and so all that's stored. Ah, um, okay. So know, it sounds like, and, besides the data that is stored, it sounds like one of the high values for you then of farm logs is the ability of, for them to keep that information for you. True, yes. Yep. Off-site, so yep, yep it's always protected. Yeah, exactly. And, and I would imagine that, uh, Jesse, that is one of the high values that you folks offer to the, to the farmers out there, is that ability not only to see the data, but then to be able to keep it someplace safe. So that if yeah, the, that's right. If the tornado does remember, come through, you don't lose it. <laughs> yeah, I remember looking at you know my uncle way back using a computer where all that data was just trapped on one machine in his house. Mm-hmm. And so if anyone wanted access to it, we had to drive over to his place to get it. <laughs> and then at the same time, if that computer crashed, it was gone. Yeah. Right. So exactly. So with the cloud, you know, we can have information available anytime, anywhere, securely and safely for just the people that we want to have access to it, and we can make sure that. It's that it's backed up and, mm-hmm. and that viruses can't get to it. Yeah. Uh, we also have with us Ben Carpenter. Ben uh, is a friend of ours who's been on before. He's a farmer uh, here in the state of Michigan. Ben, thanks for joining us here for a little bit. Thank, thanks, Foster. Uh, now, tell me something, Ben. As you're hearing these people talk, why, I know we, we had you on before, and you were talking about not using a service like Farm Logs, although you're interested in some of the data they have. Why wouldn't you use something that sounds like it's so, so good for farmers? Well, to start with... Uh, I've got a lot of GPS stuff in my equipment, mm-hmm. and it's all made by Ag Leader. And I also have a software program made by Ag Leader that's on my computer, and I bring a thumb drive in from the farm machinery, plug it into the computer, and I upload the stuff, and I have nearly all the same things on the computer that Farm Logs has. Mm. There's two things that I haven't got that they provide, mm-hmm. and every morning... I get a email from Farm Logs if there's been rain and it's 24 hours before. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that they provide that I don't get from my stuff is wind information uh-huh. of when I'm doing operations. Mm-hmm. So you do use some of the information that Farm Logs provides, right? Yes. Okay. I so- use the rain part. Okay. 
I see. So you, you pick and choose the services that you can get. Jesse, is that how our farmers generally approach you, is kind of selecting different services that you offer? Yeah, you know, I think it's pretty flexible. And, and what we found is that people may start off, you know, using one part of the app and then discover that, wow, there's actually a lot more here, too, that can benefit us. And, and you know, being a, a young company, you know, we're always working very hard to build new things that are going to create new value. So, you know, we've launched several new services that, um, go far beyond just the rainfall tracking today. Mm-hmm. And this is something I was sort of saying earlier, alluding to earlier. Far, a lot of farmers have been into this technology, and there's been 20 years worth of uh, hodgepodge or, you know, um, spot checks, you know, like uh, um, this one's the GPS, this this one keeps track of the rainfall. And, and now we're approaching the point where we have uh, companies like Farmlog that are providing an all-in-one service. They consolidated. So, consolidated everything. And so now we, you know, are you willing as an individual farmer, I've been using this stuff for 10 years, mm. you know, uh, like Ben has with his GPS equipment. He's not ready to give it up at this yeah. point. Yeah, it works, it, it works for you right now. Uh, Chad, have you been using technology before this uh, to any great extent out there in Nebraska? I have been. I've, I've been mapping, field mapping since 1997. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, so I'm almost going on 20 years of uh, just collecting data. We, we use uh, Apex or a uh, system from John Deere mm. and to collect all our yield data. And, you know, one, one thing that I, that I kind of have noticed, and I, I went to Jesse's uh, winter conference in Florida uh, this last December, mm-hmm. and I sat through a great conference on um, satellite imagery. And there's a there's a lot of truth to it because one one thing that I know over the past 20 years is I there's there's a year where we have hail here in Nebraska, we have wind storms. Yep. Uh, your your harvest data can get skewed um, even even after the crop has matured. Uh, you, you know, some, sometimes those sometimes those harvest data maps aren't always telling the truth, and a lot of times uh. the satellite imagery had picked up the true uh, growing potential of that land uh, in that year. And so, you know, and there's there's sometimes there's multiple years where we get a hailstorm on on one field, and it and it you know w- once a field gets hail or uh, wind damage, that information is really not any good anymore because you can't you can't create a fertilizer map off of that. Right. Uh, you, you can't create a pre, uh, planting prescription off of that. So, yes. so the satellite imagery uh, helps pr- create a prescription map, even even though your yep. yield even though your yield data might you know, have been used. Chad, so. Chad, as you're talking, Jesse, as I'm thinking, you guys ought to have your own program to talk about all the things that you can do with farm logs. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever thought of that? <laughs> well, well probably, you know, and I think most of us farmers, we, you know, I think we. Anybody out there's listening? Uh, if you farm, you you basically uh, you bleed you bleed farming in it. Yep. You know, and my, farming's my hobby. It's my career. It's yep. my life. It's your passion. Yeah, it's our passion, and yeah. we, so we probably talk about it all day long. I well, and the, so. the other thing is, Jesse, maybe you should get your own podcast going. <laughs> <laughs> We, well, we do have a pretty cool blog where uh, oh, okay. we talk quite a bit about um, you know some of the new things that we're seeing and how uh-huh. how the technology is you know benefiting farms all across the country. Yeah. Well, my hats off to all of you guys, Ben, my uh, you for many many years of collecting this data and and forging ahead. And thanks so much for being with us, Ben. Uh, we brought you back to make a kind of a quick comment here. And Chad Coleman out there in Nebraska, thank you for joining us as well. Before we wrap up here, Jesse, thank you for the services that you offer farmers. That obviously not only in our state of Michigan where you. Were, 
the company was birthed, but all over the country. Uh, are, do you have any international clients as well? You know, we have a few people using this internationally, but most of the focus is here in the U.S. That's mm-hmm. where, you know, we know we can make the biggest impact, and, and we just want to make sure we're doing a really good job for any of our customers. And Great. Um, focusing on the U.S. helps us do that. Well, the site is called farmlogs.com. If you'd like to find out more about it, there's all sorts of fascinating things on there. Uh, everything from I saw one person uh, looked at a satellite map, and they were able to determine that they had a grasshopper infestation from that that they didn't know about before. <laughs> Absolutely fascinating kind of things that can be determined there. Jesse Bowman, thank you so much for Farm Logs and for the work that you do there. Chad Coleman, thank you for being with us, and Ben Carpenter as well. I hope that you have a great growing season, all of you guys out there.